Welcome to the Extra Point with Sully, Reyes, Jones, and Mr. Buns. We are we are officially live. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the. Ah, uh, wait, I had a different thing in mind. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I had a little oh, add on. Make it 10 I, words. Oh, no, because I wanted to say something there. I wanted to say something there. All right. Okay. Hello and welcome to another thrilling episode of the Extra Point podcast presented by Bleacher Fan. We got a jam packed episode for you tonight. We're going to talk uh, MLB. We're going to do a couple segments. Going to talk some football, a little basketball, and uh, whatever else we feel like. We have a very exciting episode tonight because our man Slither and Sullivan, aka Sully, is back with us after a two-week hiatus. How we doing, Sully? Slytherin is back. Two-week hiatus. Had to deal with some stuff. The kid is back. He's here to stay. I love it. That's right. Missed you, man. We missed you. And I, I bet people are confused who listen because Tommy Buns is hosting all of a sudden. People are like, wait, where is our friend Reyes? Where is that? That guy, that joker. Well, he's out this week, but uh, have no fear. Tommy Buns is here. Going to take you through. We got Jones with us, too. How we doing, Dave? Doing just fine. Oh, man. You ready, ready to talk some baseball? Because I got a question for you. I'm ready to talk it all. Hit me with it. I know it's coming. Is the American League East over, Dave? Is it over? Are you just done? As much as everyone wants me to say it's over, until the math tells me otherwise... It's not over. Simple as that. Until the Yankees have less games left than there are to play, there's a chance. Although it dwindles every day, there's a chance. And that's all the Yankees have proven to need um, in, in decades past and as soon as last year. And you know what? you got to respect that. But uh, we're going to go to someone with a little bit more sense, a little unbiased uh, opinion in this matter. Sully, is the American League East over? Uh, wait, Are I the thought, Yankees done? I thought I was the unbiased opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This yeah. Uh, it's over. It's over. It's uh, Most Yankee fans admit it's over. Dave in his head basically knows it's over. He's just uh, – he's just – He's hanging on like a true fan, but at the same time, he knows deep down it's it's probably – I think it's like – what is it? I think I checked. It's like 92% chance Boston wins. So, yeah, it's it's under a 10% shot. I mean, think you know, th- you see – you look at Boston. They don't have Kinsler. They don't have uh, Sale. Um, you know, they're, they're a little banged up. So it's not like, you know, even if they do fall off a little, they still have some reinforcements coming. So – um, the Yankees are ba- are banged up. They will get better as well. They're still a dangerous team. Um, not saying they're going to lose the division by nine or ten games. They could, but um, right now, I there's nothing for me to believe the Red Sox are going to fall off whatsoever. Sale coming back strong. Um, Pierce was a great addition. Avaldi's uh, killing it. Um, just hasn't given up a run yet. I mean, all everything looks. For the Sox having a historic 115-116 win season. And the Yankees are going to have a great year too, but it just won't be enough probably. You just hate to see it that. It sucks that another another 100-plus win, win team is going to have to play a one-game playoff to yeah. get in, play the one-game wild card. Thank God we went to two wild cards though. 
Just because, yes. you know, then the A's wouldn't have made it, and the A's are having a fantastic season. So it's really. I just long. don't know why they went one game. Like, why? Why not make I know. It should be. A, I agree. It should be a three it's, game series. Yeah, it should exactly be. Because I think, because it's like, you know, baseball is a long season. It's a long season. And then we're going to end it with one game. Yeah. It's like you play the whole year. Baseball is not that type. Of, baseball, you don't play one game. It's not football. You, It's a long, grind out season. And then it's just completely hypocritical that they play one game and they're like, yep, if you have a bad game, it's over. Your season's over. Like if and, the Yankees win 105 games and then they lose the first game, kind of bullshit. But yeah. you just got it. You just got to – your ace has to pitch. You got to have an ace and he's got to be ready to go. But Or if you're the Rays, you, you put your bullpen guy and you th- throw six different guys in to piece together nine innings. Somehow yeah. they're still doing that and winning. I don't know. I just don't get it. Like it's uh, even from the business side. Like okay, we're gonna get two more playoff games on TV and on in the stands. Like it just doesn't make sense from anyone's that, point of view. And like I, I don't know. Like you said, it's such a long season. What's one sixty five compared to one sixty two? You know, nothing. And who do you guys think uh, make the uh, wild card? Who do you think gets the two in each uh, league? Start with the AL. I mean, I think I think it's going to be Yankees A's. Um, the, the Mariners, they I don't know if they have enough to hold on. Um, their pitching is starting to dwindle down the line. They're kind of, you know, like I kind of said all year, I expected it to happen earlier, but they're kind of showing, you know, more of their true colors in my opinion. Um, I thought they were a flash in the pan for most of their success. Um, and I think it's showing a little bit. I don't know if, not to say that they don't have the talent to come back and make a run, but... The way Oakland's playing, um, the way they historically play this time of year, this is kind of Oakland's mo. They always kind of linger in the first part of the year, and then when they have they have these monster second halves, and and all of a sudden it's like, oh, they made the playoffs. Like, didn't see that coming. Um, so I, I think that'll be the two that end up. And I don't think anyone from the Central Division should make the playoffs. They should give them both to the A's and the Mariners. I agree. The Central is fucking the worst division in baseball. Worst division in baseball, and the Indians are barely above 500 in that division. Yeah, and they lead. Me the, and they lead the division by Give nine, eight or nine games. Yeah, and that's only the because they really the score Tigers. a bunch of runs. Yeah, the second best team in yeah. the division is the Tigers. And what are they? Or like- no, <laughs> is, it the, is it the Twins now? Is it the Twins? Sorry, it might be. It might be. No, it's, it? it's the Twins. Oh yeah, no, the Tigers. What are the Twins? Back. What do the Twins have? Like 30 wins. They have 50, they're 53 and 59. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Same thing. Below 500. 30, 59, whatever. 53. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree with those wild cards. I mean, the, they really closed the gap on the Yankees to two and a half games. Now it's four. Uh, they, they lost to the Dodgers last night. They're, they're going to give the Yankees a run for their money. No real doubt in my mind that it'll be the a- A's and the Yankees. But at the same time, the Mariners have fallen off, but they're not. They're 65 and 50, 15 games above 500. Most of the years, you're going to be a wild card team, win 57% of your games. So Yeah, I mean, this is like just the, such a tough year for the American League in general. Yeah, it's so competitive at the top. But then at the, but then after that, you have no one. Everyone's at 500 or lower. It's so we, it's so bottom and top heavy. Like, yeah. and then you have. You have the you have the Rays who are respectable in their for what they have, 57, 56, and then everyone's at 500 or below. And then in the National League, on the other side, you know, you have you don't have the same highs and lows. It's just more in the middle. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The National League much more competitive. Yeah, who do you guys? I agree with your AL picks definitely. I think for the uh, 
National League that the the uh, Nationals, I think they actually stand a really good chance at it. They've been heating up lately after that shellacking of Sully's beloved Mets uh, about a week and a half ago after the All-Star break or after the trade deadline. I uh, kind of gave them a little fire and they've been rolling since. I think My, they're they're they lost by three touchdowns. They lost today. The Nationals, I mean, they lost. Or no, oh, they, they lost did yesterday, excuse me. Um, you know, I, I don't see it for them. I, they're four and a half back, and there they're are five teams above them for two spots. I don't, I don't, they, they're great on paper, but normally I, I, I uh, go with, you know, the cream will rise to the top over 162-game season, and it's still May. They still may win the East because I'm not really sold on the Braves or the Phillies right now. No one's taking hold of that division. But for my wild card, I, I got Brewers or Cubs. We'll go with Brewers at this point. I think they're a game behind them. Or a game and a half, and then I'm gonna go Diamondbacks. I only think one team out of the the East will come out. I don't think the NL East is that great this year. I think it'll be. I think the Braves will probably come out on top. Honestly, I think I think once Marquecas gets it going again, and they have some good pitchers. Um, Viscaino is on the DL. They'll get him back. They're just going through a little rut right now, but um, no one's really impressed me. I think I think the Brewers and the D-backs. Well, the D-backs gave up a home run on a bunt last night, so there's that. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's something you really hate. That's never, that's never that normally a good thing. Fucking Little League home run in Major League Baseball. But they added Eduardo Escobar from the Twins, which is a very good adding to help, help beefing up the in, in, inside of that infield. So I'm, I'm rooting for the Nationals just because I picked them to go to the World Series, so... Oh, we know. <laughs> I'm rooting for that <laughs> yeah. to, to make a comeback. <laughs> Solidarity, so bro. So who's your other team? Uh, my other World Series team or my other wild card team? Other wild card team. Wild card. Oh, uh, Brewers. Brewers as well. Brewers, I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah. Give me one second here. I close my notes. <laughs> oh, Dave, this is this is gonna go to you. What do you think about uh, that guy Fiers, uh liking that tweet saying that Stanton should get he should hit Stanton in the head Fiers? again? He's some fucking scrub who He's the guy who hit Stanton in the yeah. face last time. No, his name is Mike Fires. Fires, Fiers, whatever. Fiers, don't, he's not don't, guy Fieri. Don't give him the dignity of being one as cool as Guy Fieri and two pronouncing his name right. Um but he, yeah, I mean just like Fuck off, dude. Like, you're a fucking mediocre player, and you did... That's like scumbag shit. I don't care. Like, it's... That's about as low as you can get in baseball. Um, I don't even think... I think it's miles ahead of doing steroids in terms of respecting the game. Um, you just... You're talking about... I mean, you... That was life-threatening, what happened to Mike Well, Stanton. that wasn't... It wasn't intentional, though. N- no, but says who now? If this was a murder investigation, <laughs> if this was a murder investigation, that's now probable cause. That's like stuff that you know, like we don't know now. You know, he and if even if it wasn't intentional, it shows that he has zero remorse. I think for it. I think it wasn't intentional. I just think after Stan's comments, which I think were like he was like, "Don't throw up and in," which is I thought was dumb. Which is like he can throw up and in if he wants. If he misses, he hits you. That sucks, but. I just thought Stan's comments, well, I took kind of weird, too. Don't throw up and in. I'm going to throw up and in if you tell me not to throw up and in. And if it hits you, that sucks. But I'm not going to change But based on what you're saying. Don't throw up and in. So I think that's the kind of mentality I'd have. So maybe that's kind of the fuck it mentality he's have. That's just the way I saw it, the way he could see it. 
Probably, like, fuck I, I totally, I agree. Like, I get that angle, but for him to like that tweet now says that he's fine. He's okay if it's an act. Like, you know, you're, you, you like almost, you, you threaten someone's career like that. Like, you, you should be like, oh shit, that sucks. Like, it shows that he doesn't give a fuck about like what happens like oh it was an accident like oh well like yeah people die all the time because of accidents but people are fucking super upset or pissed or whatever about it like there's you know you you can an accident can happen that you are also very remorseful for and that though him liking and it wasn't just one tweet it was like multiple and he went on a spree so like it, it shows incredible immaturity it shows incredible lack of compassion um it shows small. He's small-minded, um, and that's it. You know, he's probably from a small Midwest town, and you know, he's built on fucking masculinity, and that's it. And you know, got all that from liking a couple tweets, man. I, I did, I did, man. Yeah, I, I, it's impressive, right? I don't he know the guy. Did, he I just did that couple, to you. I haven't had a cup of coffee with the guy. I couldn't tell you all that. Uh, I wouldn't assume all that from liking a few tweets. Yeah, it's it's not a great thing. You know, it's kind pretty shitty but like but all you have to assume the other way is that that's not what a normal person would think you don't have any other there's evidence to support my claim there's no evidence other than general human nature on your point which clearly he's shown that it doesn't like i don't understand people who discount like people liking shit on social media like i have never once in my entire life liked something i didn't approve of on social media I may have just given it a like, like, eh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I have never liked something that I deliberately disagree with in my entire life. Those aren't accidents when that shit happens. Like, oh, I, yeah, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a disagreement. I just, I just wouldn't go to the, to the length you're going about the guy. I just think it's a Yankee player. It's your guy. I think little, little, taking it a little too sensitive to it. And now you're going to go on a little rant about your head hitting players with bats. But I mean, I I disagree. I mean, I just I I think it's a soft move. I think it's a soft move in general, and I think it's a scumbag move. That's oh, right. that's that's more realistic to say. You're 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 characterizing how you know his masculinity, where he's from, all because he liked these tweets. That's so like, I yeah, I stand I, by that. I, yeah, look well, it up. I bet I bet I can figure out where the fuck he's from. And his masculinity. <laughs> And he's small-minded um, and all of these things because of liking a few ma- masculine. I, I'm saying he, he, he comes from a place where masculinity is important, which is usually the case right, well, in, I'm in just rural, saying if, if anyone looked at Midwestern a few of our towns. down moments or whatever, you know, whatever, like times where we looked shitty, they could probably assume a lot of shitty stuff about us that isn't true. So like, I'm whatever. sure. I'm not gonna, yeah. So and I'm I sure just, he's not losing sleep over my opinion. Uh, yeah. Very true. The, what the fans didn't know is that Tommy Buns is quite the shitster, and it's just going to be throwing out contentious shit all night. Oh, Tommy Buns. Uh, I mean, that's, Tommy who, Buns, that's what we need. I'm that's what we need. Tommy Buns is just fucking. He's just he's just cooking him. He's cooking some dogs and putting the putting them in the buns. Oh, look at that! He's from Miami's hometown, Hollywood, Florida. Not a small town. Uh, not a small wrong. town. But a. Uh, 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 I don't know how to say. I guess uh, affluent. It's not. Yeah, it, it's definitely affluent. It's uh, but it's uh, uh it, Florida's pretty like. 
I mean, You're I trying guess to I, say it's rural, but it's not rural. No, I mean, it, it, it is where where Miami. I mean, he, Miami is like 45, 30, 45 minutes from Miami. Like, it's not. Yeah, but it's not, it's not like not a middle, city. Midwest and middle of no, Bumblefuck. No, no, no. He, he lives next to fucking Antonio Brown, Miami. That's true. Well, yeah, Miami. Miami is a friend of ours, by the way. Yeah, we're not, not, we're not, not the city. We're not talking cities right now. We're talking people. That's what we do here. We talk people. We talk things. Speaking of talking things, who do you guys think made the best moves at the deadline? Who made out best at the trade deadline? Got to be the Sox. Got to be the Sox. I mean, just so many underrated moves. Avaldi hasn't given up a run, as I said. Just killing it. You know, he's just working. He's just – he could have gone in complete games both, and they just took him out early. I mean, he's been incredible. Pierce, what does he have, four or five home runs on on the Sox already? That won't – that won't keep up, but they're not asking. They don't need a ton from Pierce. They just need him play some outfield here and there, play some DH, whatever, play some first here and there. With he already contributed more than we ever thought he would. Exactly, and that's not gonna, <laughs> that's not going to continue. But he'll he'll be he'll be very solid. And then you got Kinsler, who's on the DL. You've only had a few games of, but he's a good veteran. You can steal your bag, hit for power. Um, you know, very good defensive defensive player still. So he, I mean, he brings a lot to the table as well, as long as he can stay healthy. So those, those, those three guys really were very underrated and like kind of, and now that they're playing so well, and they may not play this well, like Pearson of Aldi, most likely Valdi's still really good, but he won't, he'll give up a run eventually. Um, they just kind of slid under the radar and everyone talked about like Dozier and, and Jonathan Scope and the Yankees getting Britain, which I thought was an overrated move as we saw the other night. Um, and you know, like uh, all the other moves, Mustakis, and it, it just, it was just, a, it was a plethora. Mustakis was big. That was, was a good move. It was a plethora of, you know, of a, of a, you know, a few really good moves. Low risk. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, they were really. Oh, just, go ahead, Dave. Uh, yeah, just early reaction. I think you have to, you have to go with Boston probably at the top of that list, just from what we've seen those guys do so quickly. Um, I don't know if anyone else has really had anyone else's moves have had that much more noticeable of an impact that quickly yeah. than than Machado going forward you you could probably Yeah, shoot. exactly. Like I love you know I think the Dodgers you know 3 months from now will be will have seen the best effect of of their trade deadline moves. Um but yeah, I think I agree, you know, that Boston's probably looks the best now. Um So, yeah. Jones going with the yeah. Didn't even say the Yankees. Tim Kirchin said the Yankees after the uh, deadline, and even me trying to be objective about it, I did not think that. But Lynn is looking to pay off. Yeah, I mean, so, Lynn, Lynn looks great. Hap, I mean, Hap looked great in his first his start. pitches the other day was incredible. That was that was. If he has that type of movement, he probably won't every game. But if he has that movement, he's very unhittable. And then yeah, the Britain move was a little overrated. And then who are the other who are the other moves? Uh, Hap. Hap was a solid move. Yeah, know. Hap, that's going to help you out no he matter was, what. He was that's... falling off a little bit, but he's a solid veteran who's good against the Red Sox. Um, yeah. he's, not, he's not a sexy. He's not a sexy player, if you will. But you know, he'll give you six innings, three runs. You know, he'll give you a chance. I'll take six offense. innings and three runs every single night he pitches. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every single well, night. He's offense. You you take that. You know, you'll probably win two out of three of those games. Exactly, and that's all you yeah. can hope for in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I mean, one, I, I, not to last, say I'm not excited oh. about the Yankees, not to say I'm not excited about the Yankees moves, but, um, 
I don't think the you know happy and out Lynn only having one appearance, one real appearance. Um, I think it's hard to really justify how how possibly good those moves could turn out to be. Yeah. What do you think about Britain? I, I think like most reasonable Yankee fans, he's another solid guy to have in the bullpen. I mean, he's definitely yeah. he's definitely still he's not a superstar reliever within that world anymore. But like you know, to say he's not a top fifteen twenty reliever in the game anymore is just he is like. He he's a solid guy that you can he can pitch the yeah. seventh eighth inning he's somewhere he, around there ERA wise you wouldn't rank there but yeah he's he's probably still around there you know but yeah he just I felt like everyone overreacted and thought like wow this is Zach Britton with the .52 ERA like some not everyone but a lot of people did and they're like the Yankees just got Zach Britton and it was like it was like for me it was like some Yankee fans acted like they gained so much and it's like he's not going to win the many games that's the thing like his effect as a reliever with the with the amount of relievers that they have. So there's going to be so many chances for him like to impact the game being a reliever first in general. Yeah, I mean and he also so. he's he's a lefty. So you know, we could, we needed another strong lefty out of the bullpen so that like yeah. checks that box and um I just think he's he's willing to pitch in the 7th, 8th or ninth inning. And yeah, solid being, solid move yeah, I'll give being that. able to move him around is part of the attraction to him. Yeah. Solid move just doesn't doesn't sweeten my tea, if you will. Yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't get another Chapman and of last year, you know they didn't get yeah. another. <laughs> you're not hitting me at Nothing all type like of guy. Miller. One uh one last thing on baseball, then we'll move on to the first segment. Um, Mike Sosha saying that it is complete poppycock that he will step yep. down at the end of the year. Yo, what do we think about this? Wait, one thing. Poppycock? Doesn't it sound like it should be poopycock? I know it's poppycock, yeah. but poppycock just sounds yeah. so fucking weird. Like, I listen, I listen to someone say it. I'm like, it's not poopycock? Just like I'm pop pretty, it, I'm pretty sure there's like this like popcorn, like kettle corn mix called poppycock that I had once. It's pretty fucking delicious. So very, he's just very, saying that this news cool. is delicious in my mind. Very you're, funny. You're just never gonna not get me to like laugh in in my head anytime you include like cock or poop or anything in <laughs> a word. Like it's yeah. just I'm gonna laugh in to myself or out loud. Like depending yeah, on the crowd I'm in, but like most of the time out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's it's too funny to not like I'm such so a child that in that said, in that is sense. He just, is he making a joke of it? Is he is he just like what like what are, I mean I don't think he's gonna come back just because his contract's up I don't think he'll be back but I don't think he's a hundred percent like himself sold he, as he, as with the, the comment he's like the nice version of Marvin Lewis like Marvin Lewis has just stayed <laughs> and stayed and stayed this yeah. dude is what they have, they have one World Series win in what two thousand two I one think one or two yeah yeah oh one was Yankees Diamondbacks so it was two thousand two they beat the Giants oh yeah two thousand two um. But let I me. Mean, hey, it's what, been for eighteen six, years. Yeah, sixteen years. Eighteen years, I think. Rode that. Rode that. Nineteen uh, altogether. Yeah. He's rode that that World Series win. Um, in a, in a market like that, I guess you can't, you know, deny him that. But yeah, I think because of Anaheim for so long. Yeah, I mean, he's just, just like yeah, it's so weird because like you don't think of him. As, he's a, definitely a very good manager. Like, give him credit. Like, he's a very good manager, winning in a small market, not easy in the least. But yeah, he just ride the coattails of you know the the one championship, and it's like he's a good manager. But he is he like you wouldn't when he's up with names like Belichick, and then well, Mar, aside from Marvin Lewis, it's like you know those two guys. It's like how did they stay so long? Yeah, uh, maybe like a, even a Bill Cower would be a good example because like what Cower have won yes. two Super Bowls at most. Yeah, so he went, 
I think he won two, right? Was he was Tomlin? No, he's won two or one because Tomlin was the coach for the second one. Really? Yeah, because I know Tomlin won a Super Bowl. I think no, I think Cower won two and Tomlin won one. Does Big Ben? Yeah, have I was gonna three? say they, he has three. Big yeah. Ben has three, and then Bradshaw oh, okay. has okay four. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Four. So they have seven. They have the most. Dude, I was looking up Terry Bradshaw. Sorry to sidetrack, but Terry Bradshaw's awful. like stats. <laughs> Dude, awful. he is awful. Oh, oh my yeah, god. Bad. Like dude, it's the defense, man. <laughs> dude, it's so it's so crazy. He's like, like Peyton like, Manning, Terry Bradshaw, like he's some Joe Montana name. He had, I think, three more touchdowns than interceptions. Is it was that, a joke, that? dude. So they were having the someone brought oh, it up, I, like I, the the debate uh, of like Eli in the Hall of Fame. I looked at I looked so I did like the player comparison. Uh, Terry Bradshaw. These are all career rankings, passing yards. Terry Bradshaw is fifty seventh. Eli Manning is sixth. Passing TDs, Bradshaw's 34th, Eli Manning's 8th. Passing yards per game, Terry Bradshaw's 100th, Eli Manning's 17th. Passer rating, Terry Bradshaw's 143rd career. Oh my God. Passer. What is this passer rating? What is it, 71? I, I don't have it here. It was something. It was in, yeah, it was in the low 70s. Um, 72, maybe. Wow. Yeah, Eli's 41st. Yeah. Se- pe- Eli's 7th in total offense. Terry Bradshaw, 57th in total offense. Yeah. Definitely oh, and, an overrated player. In, and in completion. Per, he was 158th in completion percentage. Yeah. Just wow. pitiful. But what the people, what they do say, like, I mean, the proponents of Terry or the people that, you know, that he just fit the mold, the mold of that team. And he, he brought a toughness and a leadership, you know, which only goes so far. Obviously, the numbers aren't great, but he brought a toughness and leadership for when I hear of people that grew up in that era that just really embodied, um, you know, the steel curtain in that team and the running game and really just, you know, yeah, he no, was just yeah, like, no, he was no. like, like the, if like anyone was going to be the dude and like put up those numbers, it was going to be him because of, because of how he, how hard he played the game and played through injuries also. So that's uh, the one thing you give him credit, but he's not, he shouldn't be renowned as this all time great quarterback. Cause he's simply not. Yeah, uh, and I and I totally understand like the the difference in the game, like how much more running was involved back then. Like, mm-hmm. it's not even that he wasn't throwing enough passing yards. It's just like he wasn't throwing the ball that many wasn't times efficient. a game. Yeah, wasn't but efficient. then you but then yeah. you look at the efficiency numbers yeah. and the and the per game and the rating numbers, and it's like, oh yeah, he really was that mediocre. Like, yeah. he he probably doesn't start in the NFL today. Yeah. Oh no, no way. Yeah. So no way that was uh, sorry for the tangent, but I just I didn't realize I always no, knew that he was, was very I always insightful. knew he was mediocre, but I didn't realize he was that mediocre. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago looking it up and it was like, wow, he yeah. sucks. I mean, you got <laughs> he he's behind guys that like thirty spots behind guys. He's you would behind like, guys like like Jay Cutler. Like, yeah, uh, not like Tyrod Taylor. Like, Jay Cutler like, tried Jake Plummer. Jake Plummer is one. I even yeah. they're like even yeah they're I think Rex Grossman I think is above him like yeah. bad players like yeah guys like you bad, guys you would like players. you would laugh at if, bad teams. If, if you like I remember were like, I looked yeah, him but up he's like, gonna start for you and you're like yeah good one yeah like, like there are tons of like so so mediocre quarterbacks from past years even like the David Garrards of the world that were like way above him and then you have like Jake Plummers and people like that or that are above him and it's just like puts it into perspective a little of like just like wow yeah. Well, boys, that was insulting Terry Bradshaw. 
Yeah, that was that was shitting on Terry Bradshaw's <laughs> life and making him eat it. That was literally. Hey, the but he is a four-time Terry champion, Bradshaw. though. Hey, come, come on the podcast anytime, Terry. We we'll promise we'll be fair. <laughs> We're gonna move on to defend the wall. So, guys, you're gonna pick A through D. You're gonna get your minute and a half, and you're gonna defend that wall. And depending only on what letter you pick, this let's could do. Really why this could be all. It's only two of us, and there's only four. Let's both do two this week. All right, oh, yeah. I like that. I wasn't doing any less than two. Um, All right. Well, so, I'm Sully, since you haven't been here. Oh, yeah, well, no, no, no. Sully hasn't been here. We'll let Sully go first. Sully, start, him, put a timer on yourself back. so he doesn't have to tell you. So he doesn't have to tell you what, yeah, how much time your is stop. there. Pull up my timer. Wow. Okay. We're going there. All right. I'll, uh, I'll just take – I'll take I'll take A. I'll take A. It's not. I'm not really an A or like that type of person, but I'll just go with A. All right, Sully, you have to defend this wall, defend this statement that the Washington Nationals will not make the wild card but make the playoffs themselves, like make it through the wild card. They will – wait, they're not going to win the wild card or they're going to – No, they will. They'll make it through. They'll make it to the divisional series is what I'm saying. They'll make it to the playoffs through the wild card. Okay. So they'll, they'll make it to the next round. Yeah, they'll make it to the divisional series, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can defend that. Um, starting now. Um, the thing is, I mean, you need to have talent in baseball and no one has really their top three or four talented team. They've missed Anthony Rendon for a while. He's been picking it up. You got Trey Turner, one of the best young shortstops. Gio Gonzalez is a big key for them. He's been struggling and he, and he was pitching at a near elite level, level early in the year. Strasburg's been on the DL left and right. They need to get him healthy and right to give Scherzer to be the one B to Scherzer. Um, you know, Juan Soto is probably the best rookie of the year. He's the rookie of the year. He's an incredible player, um, just has the it factor. You know, they need to get Doolittle back, though, too. He's he's out for a few more weeks. If they get Doolittle back, they got Madsen. Herrera's probably lost. It'll be tough, but they can do it. There's a path for them. Um, I don't think they will. But uh, for this segment, I, you know, they definitely can. They have the talent. Um, they have, you know, they have a rookie manager I don't like, but they – I mean, if Harper heats up as well, if he starts hitting for average, they can do it. If he starts becoming a complete hitter, and that's it. That's very it. good job, Sully. That was very succinct. Very, very. Yeah, I was kind I of like, like, I was kind of like, I liked it. Like saying they won't do it because I really don't think they will. But you know, you got my draft. Well, there. I like how you picked that one because earlier in the episode too, you said yeah. that they weren't going the wild yeah. card. I like that you picked Dave, so we're gonna kick it to Dave for his first. Which going with Davey? Uh, you're muted, guy. Come on. D. What? What? I was gonna say D for David. What type of episode would it be if I didn't mute myself and think I was talking at one time? (laughs) Once every show. Did it happen when I wasn't here? Of course. (laughs) It's like another one. This this kind of (laughs) true. This kind of stabs at your team, Dave. So D is that the Eagles will repeat as Super Bowl champs. Wow, that hurts. Yeah, that's a tough one to defend. But um, I hope you don't pick wrong right. on the next one either. You want me to time you, Dave? Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. All right. And let's go. Um, so the Eagles arguably got more talented this year. I think they, with the signing of Michael Bennett, they shored up the depth on the defensive line. Um, you know, they have that extra year of experience, not to mention Carson Wentz is coming back. Although we had... Big Dick Nick carrying them to a Super Bowl title last year and pretty much saving the day. 
you no one seriously thinks that Nick Foles is now that quarterback for the rest of his career and they don't win the Super Bowl without Nick Foles being that quarterback for the rest of his career or at least all of this season um and Wentz is clearly much closer than that if he's returns healthy um all signs are pointing that he is returning healthy and he's ahead of schedule all the things you want to hear um out of that out of that camp um so with their added talent and Wentz coming back you would presume healthy and with one more year of experience, kind of holding the clipboard, you don't know what he possibly could have learned, um, you know, while sitting on the sidelines. It's a different kind of education and a different way to get better in the game, um, different way to see it. So I, th- I think that could really benefit them. And, you know, their division is, is still, you know, they don't have really anyone solidly knocking on the door. Like, yes, the Giants got better. I don't agree that the Cowboys got better. Um, but I, you know, it's not completely done, but they they have a clear stranglehold on the division. I think you know, at least at the outset. Um, so with all, if all goes to plan, the Eagles. That's got to be over a minute. Very much do it. Uh, I thought we were doing a minute thirty. Yeah, no. minute, minute thirty, Sully. Yeah, minute thirty. Wait, he's minute been 30? away too long. This kid doesn't know the rules. I thought yours was quick. Yeah, mine was quick because I because it's normally a minute. How am I supposed to know it was a minute thirty? No, oh, it's normally a minute thirty. So he's just been no, gone too long. It was a minute long. the first time I did it. Oh man, yeah, I bet it. I bet it was only a minute. She must have been not too satisfied the first time. Oh. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> oh, oh my god. What do you What do you think? You guys want to go for two? What What's the crowd think? You want to go for two? Go for yeah. Two. They want to hear the other choices. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take. Yeah, uh, right. Plus, I don't want to end my week defending the Eagles. I need some. I'll take C. Fuck <laughs> it. Oh, okay, so you kind of saved Dave here. So C is that Alex Cora will win Manager of the Year. Oh, thank God. I was going to pick C, All right. too. <laughs> um, it's not very hard for me to defend this. I mean, who would have who would have thunk that the Boston Red Sox would have a win percentage over 700 on the on potentially a chance to win the most games all time with a rookie manager? You know, he inherited some talent, but, I mean, it seems like the players are just – um, playing so hard and well for him, like even the new guys, it's just like I feel like he's created this culture of just winningness and just positive. Just they're just playing for each other and having fun. Alex Cora, when he goes out against the Yankees, he goes off on the ump and just completely loses his mind. You can't tell me the players love that. They love that he they have his back. They have his back. It's just it looks like a great relationship, one that you would think would take years to build. But he's go he's out there. You know, whatever he's got to do for his team. I know he's also great with challenges. I believe he's almost 80% on challenges for the year. So when it comes to the managerial part, other than baseball itself, when it comes to the challenging, he's really rising to the occasion. Obviously, part of that's the, you know, video staff, but inevitably it's his call at the end of the day. And he's making amazing decisions there and he's overturning and save. And in case when he's not challenging, even furthermore, he's saving the challenge in case, because if you lose that first challenge, you lose the. You lose the second, obviously. You don't get a second. So, really, they're just clicking on all cylinders. J.D. Martinez and him, I bet, have a great relationship as well. And he's kind of let him be like a mini coach in a way in which he's really just felt giving all this information to the hitters and really just making the whole offense better. And, uh, yeah, I'd say it's a minute 30. I didn't really time it, to be honest. but Love it, Sully. So, Love uh, it. Two questions out of that. One, who do you think – had more effect on their team as a rookie coach, Steve Kerr or Alex Cora? I guess maybe you got to see if Alex Cora wins at all, but 
similar situations. Yeah. They both came into really talented teams and have seemed to have kind of taken them to over the hump. As of now, you'd have to say Steve Kerr because they won it. And I think, I think. Yeah, if Alex Cora wins it, I think I would go with Alex Cora because I think it's harder to win in baseball. Um, especially as a rookie manager, I think it's a little more difficult, um, the transition and just in baseball in general. If you're the more, most talented team, talent means more to me, I think, in basketball than, than baseball. Baseball, think, not yeah, always yeah. the most talented win, mm-hmm. as we know, in the last, what was it, 20 years or so, only four teams, the Yankees twice, the Red Sox twice, have won won the World Series with the most wins in the regular season. So wins and talent, the two don't really always correlate to um, – you know, to, to winning at all. So and in, in, in basketball, the most talented team generally wins nowadays. So I'd say right now you got to go with Kerr, but it, it's close, man. I'd yeah, say if they, yeah. they take it, Cora. Um, my second one is not really a question, but just a general statement. Like, how do, how do people get shit wrong on video turn? Like, you have a team, <laughs> a team it's of so guys true. with 45 TVs. So true. They're there. Well, they here's just the saw thing. it. Here's the thing: is they only well, they gotta, they gotta. Well, sometimes managers don't ask for the hold. The hold you have like ten seconds to ask for the hold or something, and then after that, then you get thirty seconds. So if you don't ask for the hold or whatever, then basically you run out of time quickly. So some managers don't do that, which is even more baffling, I guess. But um, yeah, so get, initially, initially they holds? gotta look at it. Initially, the video team's gotta be very quick and be like, they don't have a ton of views in that time, and then. Hopefully the manager realizes if it's close to to, to hold up and see if they want it because yeah. there's no penalty. There's no penalty. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if it was any close, I would always hold and ask for, you know, the 30 seconds to decide. Yeah. and then For sure. So. To, me, to me, it's just like, okay, yeah, the, the, you're going to have that 5, 10, 15% where it's like there really isn't, you know, you thought there was a definite enough evidence to overturn and it like really wasn't that much evidence. So like they just keep the call or something or – or yeah, you know, just, if, if it's fifty-fifty and it's your team, you're gonna be like, "Wow, he he was clearly he was clearly in my favor." If you're exactly, exactly. My my yeah, call so those, is like yeah. my question is: You see guys in the NFL, they they like they like forty-eight percent challenge call, like right? I'm like, what? Are you fucking stupid? Like what? How? How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. someone's someone's crazy in the chain of defense is retarded. I will say though, in NFL, it's not as black and white though, and 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 in baseball, it's usually like. You, a lot of times it's a bag. Uh, it's you know ball and glove to foot on bag. And a lot yeah, of times it's true. That, you know why? Because in baseball, m- the majority of plays happen in the exact same point on a field, so they can position yeah. cameras. You know to know they. Uh, we, we know we got six cameras on third base, six cameras on second base. Like yeah, it, you can't do that in football. You can only hit the angles, the corners, the forty fives, and you know sometimes that yeah. angle is good at the thirty five, but it's not good at the forty five. Yeah, or the forty-three. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So I think that's yeah, that's football. Why, I think that's why replay is definitely the easiest in baseball. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think that there should be home plate umpires. So what do I know? <laughs> Dave, are you ready to defend num- uh, letter B? Let's do it. Mike Trout. Today's the day of winners. We're talking winners today, folks. So Mike Trout will win MVP. Okay. All right. Kind of lobbing you guys. Kind of, kind of lobbing you guys softballs and hoping you don't waffle on them. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I don't think that's very easy. Yeah, I mean it's it's all right. Let's for let's a non-Red Sox fan, it might be though. 
So well, Mike Trout will win MVP, right? That's what I'm arguing? Yes, yes. Okay. So if we're going to go by most valuable to their team, the literal definition, I think you got to go Mike Trout. He's got the highest wins above replacement. That dis- that d- stat is specifically designed to tell us who the most valuable player to each team is in terms of wins and losses. Um, he His war is at historic highs this year. And honestly, it, he's the only thing that team has going and has has going and has had going for the last six or seven years, um, surprisingly. And I think that'll eventually lead to his way out. But you also have the vote stealing, or I mean the sharing of votes in Boston, because I think it's really a three-man race between the two guys in Boston and Mookie and JD and now Mike Trout. Um, and I think Mike Trout's in there because of purely how close to the definition of most valuable player he is embodying this year. And even and he's you know if if his team was in the playoff hunt or leading the division, I think he would have. I think he would be. The, the favorite to win it. Um, so I think it's a, you know, it's just a little bit of people not being able to handle that. He's actually by definition, the most valuable player by the stats that we've created. And between, you know, who's having the eyeball test best year on the best team. And I, I think both sides deserve merit and warrant. Um, but that would be why Mike Trout would be able to win MVP. Very, very well said. Very well, I like it. You forgot about one man for MVP, and whose war is only 0.5 below, and that's uh, Jose Ramirez, who is ripping the league up. So I think that's he's true. definitely in it. His war is he's also He's late charge for it. He has fucking been playing out of his ass he's since ridiculous. right before the All-Star And I think he's got break. like 24 steals, something in, like that. And yeah, he's, literally he's over fat. 20. He's literally fat, and he, and he steals like so many bases. I, I don't understand how he does it. Yeah, you think— not, you think now that uh, if the if and when they get rid of the DH rule and everyone's playing DH, and now that we have like pretty close to full interleague schedules, you think they'll ever take away the AL and NL MVP and just make it a league wide one for all wait, awards? Wait, 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 what you're saying? They're gonna get rid of the D, the D, the yeah, what? it's being talked the about that they're gonna make both leagues play with a DH. Take away oh, the pitcher. I, I haven't batting. heard that. I haven't heard that. I don't think we're that close to that. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe we're not as close as I think, but it's definitely been talked about a number of times this year. All right. Well, I, no, I, I, well, well, we obviously we'd have to get to that first, but still, even with that, I don't know. I don't. I think they'll be MVP in both leagues because they do. Then the Cy Young in both leagues, and they do everything league by league. It would be getting rid yeah. of half the awards. True. That's true. It's true. But yeah, I wasn't wasn't suggesting. I just wondered if you thought it was possible. Probably <laughs> possible. It's possible. Anything's possible, Dave. You keep those dreams big. Anything's possible, man. Hey, hey, Don't that's forget why, I told that's you. That's why we got you around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we're gonna move on to the NFL now, guys. We're gonna talk a little preseason. You know, it's that first week in August. We got a uh, we got the first preseason games right on the horizon at the end of the week. There, looking forward to it. We got training camps heating up now, getting every day. Um, what do you guys think about uh, Martavius Bryant not being really used right now because he can't figure out Gruden's playbook? You guys hear about that? Uh, it's just like I don't even know what to say or think about this dude anymore. Like, isn't <laughs> isn't he getting suspended another year? I thought that was the latest thing. Like, I heard, I definitely heard that he failed another test or something, or he was going to get suspended for another year. I thought really, that, I didn't yeah, hear that. That's crazy. 
I'm telling you, look it up. I'm I'm like 95% sure this happened. Right it was now, like a month ago, maybe six weeks ago. Uh, um, it, may, it wasn't full year, though. Oh, I just assumed that he was going to get that punishment. As of as late as I see is he's facing possible suspension. Okay, yeah, for another failed test, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I'm not Something crazy. violating the substance abuse policy. So, I, well, I mean, the last time that happened, he was suspended for a year, so I can't imagine it would get... It would be less than a year for another offense. Yeah, but it has wow. nothing's happened yet, which is weird. It, it, I do also find that weird. Um, I just assumed that he got suspended and we forgot about him like we have the last three years. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but well, like a couple he, years ago, he was really good. Yeah, I'm just saying we've seen this guy at his best, and he's ridiculous. Like he's an unreal talent, and he's just—it's just so—it's like. It's like almost worse than Josh Gordon at this point. Like, yeah, I I don't I don't know if people realize how to, I don't want to like do a disservice to this player, but I feel like he's like almost Randy Moss talent level, just not like like the speed, the hands, like just like the sh- like the just everything. Like he he's got like that explosion. Like not he not that he's good as a talented, but he's that type of talent. Like yeah, it just like shows you the difference between someone that has it and puts in all the extra work, even through it and had. Aside from the ego, just does everything right, and the other player is just a lazy piece of shit. Honestly, that's what he is. <laughs> He's just that's what call what we see it, and like that's what I see. And I mean, I, there's other reasons, you know. I knew this wouldn't work. I mean, John Gruden, you're telling me, you're telling me, John Gruden yeah. and Martavius Bryant are gonna work? Spider two so Y banana. It, you gotta hit him with the spider two Y banana. So I, I just, I mean. He's going to get cut, I think, honestly, because it's just like those two don't go together. Like, he, I, I guarantee you he's reaming him out. He's re, he's reaming his ass out in practice. And Martavius is like, what? He's just like, dude, he's like, I didn't get this play. Just too high. Like, I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. He's probably stoned at practice. Like, like I just like, like, this isn't going to work out. Him, Jordy Nelson will have a good year. He'll, he'll get it together because he's, he's a professional. But Martavius Bryant, that's not going to work out. Regardless of the suspension, regardless of anything, yeah, that that dynamic is weird. Like, I, just the whole <laughs> what's happening with the Raiders is just this. It's is weirder than they still have Lynch Gruden at least has a chance. Lynch and Gruden at least have a chance because they're both winners in the past, and they can like. Yeah, and I think I think Gruden's softened up a lot since his first stint with the Raiders. Um, I think he's you know a little older, and he's realized that he can't be that you know the biggest football guy ever in with today's modern players um yeah but you know well you know he, he loves the new guys like Derek Carr and all you know a lot of the other guys he spoke yeah, about he, uh, yeah. I mean he's got he's he's got Marshawn Lynch and that's not even his personality problem on this team Let's it, let that yeah. sink in it almost feels like he's not even here to win games this season like he's here to be like damage control to like soften the blow of leaving Oakland like who Gruden. Right. Yeah. Because, like, he was beloved when he came in, you know, when he left, but when he came in, he was amazing, you know, the 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 re- receiving from the fans. Um, So I think it's – and, you know, Mark Davis isn't someone who likes to get berated, as we've seen, Um, and Raiders fans are lo- people that like to berate Mark Davis. So um, I think Gruden kind of came in to be that guy that, like, softened the blow, kind of the, the peace offering, if you will, Um, and kind of, you know, let – let Oakland off easy when they when they leave next year. 
Um, but I, I really think they're going to have, I love their team. I love their talent, but I think they're going to have a down year. Um, I, I, wins. I, they're a I, tough I, team. To they fit. could, they could be six, seven wins. They could, they could be worse than that. Also, I know could, I didn't want to go like four or five, but like, it, but it's not, it's, it's in that division. Like there's no team that's like, wow, that's a bad team. Kansas city, I, I think got worse seeing, uh, or LA chargers got much better. Broncos got better, much better quarterback yeah. and uh and dn they drafted so it's really like someone's got to be like at least pretty bad like at least six seven win bad so like and like who does that leave them or like the chiefs or yeah maybe it's gonna the be the chiefs yeah i mean yeah I you think know they're a seven win team and I, I i think the broncos are, i mean i think the broncos are a nine or ten win team same with chargers 10 11 and then i think i think the raiders are looking at right now if i had to say i'd probably put them in this eight win range yeah, I mean, like, and that, even worse, that might they, be uh, that, that might be one of those divisions where they kind of just beat up each on each other, and the worst yeah. guys got six wins, the best teams got nine wins, you know. Yeah, but then again, they could win ten or eleven games. I mean, they it's that's possible. true. That's true. I mean, they, that's what I'm saying. I love ago, their... the, the hope. I think is two years ago, a lot of fans would they win eleven or twelve games, 11. and they have a lot of those same players here. Yeah. Um, and you you figure you add Gruden. It's just that defense is very depleted. Yeah, and they and lost it's Carr. Even I mean, more depleted with someone not being there. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, if they lose Khalil Mack, they're screwed. I mean, I don't know what this guy's deal is because he's kicking around over. He is already making thirteen eight this year. Fuck, does he want more money for? He's, yeah, what is he? He's defen- so he's defensive end, right? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I, I know why he wants more money, but yeah, it's not like what he's not. It's not like he's on his rookie deal. Bro, he made four, four he and a half. He is on his rookie deal. Wait, is he on his rookie deal? He is on yeah, his rookie yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. He Dude, is. The first, and he's, first and year, his base salary didn't even break a million. He was making 600000 his last three years for his base. They they backloaded that contract. He makes $13 million this year. With everything included, his signing bonus and everything, he was making four and a half the past three years. Damn. Average. And now and now he's making thirteen this year. I don't know what he's pissed about. Like you're at the end of your rookie deal, you're making 13 million this year. Don't act like an asshole and wait to get paid next year. Because these, because defensive linemen have this like notion in their head that they're all of a sudden worth 20, 22 million dollars a year, and it's Thanks just like Haynes. it's it's where do you just, fill out the roster? Exactly, where do, where do it's not true. Like giving one of your defensive ends 20 million. It's like what, like your what is your quarterback making making them thirty five? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and all these yeah, right. all these players are like they're all about they're all, all okay with you know the whole it's a business narrative blah 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 until it comes to this and they just it, it's like it just goes all the logic goes out the window. Like I un- totally understand trying to secure your bag. Like I get it, especially in today's NFL. Like. With all the injuries and CT, I get, I like get Odell, it. Like Odell, like Odell, you get Odell. Like yeah, like I that. get it, and I get Khalil Mack, but like these guys are like, it's like fucking be reasonable. Like you're not getting twenty four, twenty two. Like we're trying to give you eighteen. Like be happy. That's what like yeah, a normal fucking. That. That's what like a normal top tier defensive yeah. end makes. You have to like look at it from the team's perspective, like. What name the last team that won a Super Bowl paying a defensive end twenty two million dollars a year, twenty million dollars a year? You can't because it's never fucking happened. Like it just you have to realize that like you don't like there's same with running backs like you you're not worth twenty two million dollars a year. You're just not. You know, Le'Veon Bell like you're gonna get sixteen from somebody and they're gonna be a shit team and you're gonna win six fucking games and have a pretty decent year. Get your money, but you're gonna win six fucking games. 
in some fucking town who needs a star to to market, you know? Like yeah. you're not you're not going to get the money and the best situation. Doesn't happen unless you are a top 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 tier superstar. Not to say that Khalil Mack isn't, but like where is different in like the NBA whereas each position's valued differently, you know. In the NBA all five positions are virtually valued the same at this point. Um in terms of contra- contracts. So it's just they have to be realistic and and see where the team's coming from. But I actually heard interestingly today that the Raiders don't have the cash to cover his signing bonus. Like in their bank account. Cause his signing bonus would be north of fifty million dollars. And they think that they don't have there's one rumor out there that they don't have the cash to cover his signing bonus and that's why they won't budge off their number. <laughs> well if that's the case he's gone. He's fucking gone. Yeah. That and that's terrible. That's just awful. Yeah. But to your point I just find it funny, uh, your earlier point in regards to, you know, them getting it and everything. All these guys claim to be team players, but then they're not a team player when it comes to their contract getting irrational money. It's like if if you get paid so much, you want your money, but there's got to be a balance. If you get paid so much, the rest of the team isn't going to be as good. Yeah. Like it just – like it won't be as good. Like if you're – DNs, as you're saying, making $20 million. like the team – like you can't fill out the rest of the roster. Like the the, the quarterbacks obviously when he's saying my positional value is way more valuable than you. I got to make at least one and a half times you. So it really just creates an awful dynamic for the team of just greed. And I mean Khalil Max coming off like a like not an insane year. Three years ago, fifteen sacks, amazing year. Last two years ago, eleven sacks. This past year, ten and a half sacks, but only one forced fumble compared to five and sixteen. Only one fumble recovered compared to three and sixteen. Um, no touchdowns. He had one in 16, three passes defended. He had both. So he's having, he regressed by the numbers. I mean, I know he's still in a dominant player. You got to account for double teams, but he regressed. I mean, they were double teaming him two years ago though. So he regressed based on two years ago. So it's like, it's like the Julio Jones situation. It's like you, you had a shitty year. You had a worse year and now you're asking for more, more money and you're not playing to your contract, which really isn't that bad to start. So it's like, I don't pity you. I like. Yeah, I, don't feel like I, I would say to Mac, yeah, sure, you get your contract. You want that much in value? We'll uh, we're gonna base it off of your 2016 numbers, your numbers that you want the best because you're saying you're worth that. So that's what we'll base your contract off of. And if you don't provide us that worth, we're gonna pay you less because that's what you're worth according to you. So yeah, we'll get you your new contract for all the money you want. That you know, twenty two million dollars a year. Base. But guess what? Ten of it's guaranteed. And the other 12 is based off of your performance in 16. Take it or leave it. If you want yeah, to yeah. play, you can't play both sides of the card. And that, and then, you know a guy. And also, like, the thing is, like, if he had 16 sacks, that shows how good the team really is because that means he's still either not getting doubled because they can't afford to double him or they're doubling him and he's still getting to the quarterback. So that, that shows – that with his success at that rate that he was, the team would have success because you really can't, he really can't have 17, 18 sacks and the team being that bad. Cause either they're, he's just, get, he's not going to get through every double team. Like the team will be good at that point. So it, it really behooves everyone in the situation. Yeah. You know, another oh, guy we, we, who would probably kill for one. Wait, before that, we is, forgot to mention the, the, uh, the Frosty Rucker, the defensive lineman for the Raiders, who liked the the post about uh, oh. them trading Khalil Mack. So we had a post on Instagram about the Raiders uh-huh. open to trading Khalil Mack. And today I got a notification from 
Frosty Rucker, defensive end for the Oakland Raiders currently. For the Raiders, Frosty Rucker. Who, who liked the picture talking about Khalil Mack getting traded. So it wonders, you know, what, what does that mean for the locker room? Maybe they, hey, maybe. Frosty Rucker liked our picture? Yeah. Yeah. Frosty. What a guy. He put it in the chat. He put it in the chat. And, and I will say this. I'll keep it short. And then Tom can, was, was about to go into a segue. But here's what I have to say. If he is traded, we need to have Frosty Ruckert on and we need to tell, talk to, talk to him and ask him what his thought process was because he'll be like, he'll be like, fuck yeah, man. He's like, he's gone. <laughs> now I get more playing time, whatever. I want to see his reasoning. We need yeah. to get yeah. Frost on. I know. I know. I know. We'll, we'll bring reach Frost out to here. Not talking about the flakes. Do they play, do they play the Jets or the Giants this year? Wendy's. Um, let me think. I don't think I don't the Giants play them. I don't think the Jets play them, but I'm not no, I don't too much the Jets in do. right now. I don't think the Jets do. I don't, I don't think we play the West this year. Yeah, even if the Patriots played them too, that would be... Because last yeah, the year. Jets, are, yeah, we Jets and last. Giants do not play them, sadly. But we will fly Frosty, Frosty in here. Yes. We'll yes. get him out. We'll get him out. And... We'll talk to him about Khalil Mack, and we'll talk to him about another defensive end Ooh. out west that is having some issues right now. Says he has no intention on joining his team anytime soon. The 2017 Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald, who is slated to make 6.8, almost 6.9 million this season. He would probably kill for an incentive-based contract because he's going to go out there and shred it again this year. That guy's a freak. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, he's similar. He kind of fits into this whole, you know, Odell, Khalil Mack, Donald situation with his his wants. Um, I, I think he's got extra reason to be pissed because he just watched two clearly less valuable players to his team get monster contracts. Um, yeah. Brandon so, Cook, that yeah. didn't help. So, like, I think he's by far got the most reasoning to be legitimately upset. Um but the same token, like it's the same as Mac with Mac. You can't like you have to be realistic here. Like you can't be asking for that. They're probably trying to give you like I, I understand they're coming in like twelve or fourteen. Like yeah, that's fuck you. But like they're coming in with seventeen, eighteen. Like you got to realize that's like that's what you're. Oh, what you're I, at. I think that's fine. I I I don't know if he'd be fine with it. But all I'm saying is he has a gripe though. Six point eight million. He has a gripe because he's the best defensive player in in. In football. The nation. Yeah. And in football, yes, yeah. It's no question. And he's making six point eight million. So I mean, that that needs to change. I mean, he, he's, he's an he, absolute monster. He definitely has a gripe, but I'll tell you now, I am calling absolute bullshit on him not touching the field until he gets a new contract. Oh yeah, I, w- I would yeah. too. I would too. There's but no I mean, chance because he's not okay, yeah, it's forty thousand a day now. Like think about first of all, think about that. Forty thousand a day. Like he's just coming out of his pocket. <laughs> Every day, I yeah. would show up, and and now you're gonna go. Oh yeah, that forty thousand is now five hundred and forty thousand because it's a game check too. So you still want to not play? <laughs> and or... All those days that add up from forty thousand. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking at you're looking Ten at day, you're twenty days. That's eight hundred. That's almost a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. So you're literally looking at eight eight to ten million dollars uh, to not play, and it's just like. Even then, like, okay, like, I get that you're trying to get that return money on the back end, but, like, it's it's a way different story when those checks start disappearing. 
It's a yeah, way different And they have story. more leverage because, I mean, they have Sue now. So, I mean, yes, that is such a formidable duo if they can work in a cohesive unit together. But, I mean, it's not like their D-line is bad or not great still. I mean, you know, they got, they yeah. got Sue. So, it's like it's not like, like they, they, they have so much, like, talent on that defensive side. Not saying they're going to win every single game next year. But they have so much talent on that team. If the locker room stays together, and this probably can't help it. You know, they. I don't think it'll spill, spill too much over to the players because it's more of a management versus player guy thing. But, um, I mean, they, uh, they, they, they really. I mean, the Brandon Cooks was a five years, eighty-six million. That was if I'm Aaron Donald, that's a big fuck you to me. Like, yeah, like they you say yeah. you don't have money. Well, you just gave Brandon Cooks almost a hundred million. Brandon Cooks is a nice receiver. He's a good deep threat, but he's not a complete receiver. He's not yeah. a complete receiver. He doesn't. He doesn't run every route. He doesn't. He's not great in the red zone. He's not good in the red zone, really. He's a deep threat. He's an, he's one of the most effective deep threats. But he's not he's not your every down receiver even. You give him almost 100 million. I don't I don't get that. I would be really pissed if I was him after that. I have an idea. Let's throw a picture similar to the Khalil Mack one on Instagram and see if Jared Goff likes it and see how that's working out there. Maybe McVay. Maybe like we maybe get the coach to like it. Good and idea, Mr. Bonds. We, yeah, we really start. I'm all about we'll starting shit. We'll have to work on that immediately. I'll but tell you this. I you stir, you stir a mean pop, sir. I hate you do. <laughs> well, we're going to get a little little less contentious now. We're going to talk about the NBA, just a little bit about the over-unders, what you guys think about those. Um, oh, you got the yeah. Warriors, the highest 62.5. Celtics in second with 57.5. Uh, the Raptors, 54, 54 and a half. OKC, 50 and a half. You got the Kings with uh, the lowest at 25 and a half. With the Knicks, not too far behind that with 29 and a half. Jones, I feel like last that's kind of a slap in the face, man. I, I feel think, like they're going to be better than that. I think we were 30 last year, 30 and a half last year. Uh, I'll um, give them 35, 36. That's just like people wins. are going to call me crazy, but like the Knicks, they're locked in to 31 to 36 that's wins. That's what they do. That's, That's just, just what, what they, they do, do every year. Every year. Like, they lost KP for two-thirds of the year last year. 34 wins or whatever. Like, it's, it's a lock every Will he year. be back to start the season? No, they'll lose no. They'll lose a part of the year. No. Right? No, like a third he, year. At be- so, February 6th, my birthday, actually. He broke. He tore his ACL on my birthday, of course. Um, yeah. But February 6th is the one-year date. So, they're projecting him, if all goes to plan – Around or a little after Christmas, makes but, sense. Oh, but, that I would be good. but I also yeah. I don't know how much I'm down. I want him to, I want him to play this year. I don't want him to sit out the whole year, even if that means us sacrificing a couple spots in the draft, um, because <laughs> P players for star free agents need to see that he's he's alive and well. Um, you can't come. You can't come here if KP. Is not right if KP's not yeah, himself. It can't be a Kawhi situation. Yeah, where it's like no. why is he not playing? Yeah, no, no, no. He's and and I don't think about that at Porzingis at all. Like, no, he's no. I wouldn't either. He wants to get back out there, but yeah, it's just you don't want to exactly. You don't want them to question, like you say, his health or his desire. Exactly, and but, he's also like he's you know dealing with someone who's seven three injuries is different than dealing with someone who's six five. Um, it's you have there has to be that extra sense of caution. Um, especially with someone who's at that talent level at age 23, you know, a literal, you know, unicorn of s- sorts. Um, 
So you, I, I hope he comes back He's for that. He's actually a unicorn. Wow. I mean, everyone has all these genders nowadays, but he's a unicorn. Exactly, yeah. I'm happy he for is. it. It is. I'm happy for that. He is what That's he wants to be. That's one of the 63 all he uh, had gender genders. pronouns is unicorn. All, yeah, all he had to do was say it, and it became a fact. That's how it works. Uh, um, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going to start coming up with something for myself in this world of make-believe. Um, yeah, no, but I, I would like to see him come back and play 15 to 25 games um, around starting in February-ish. Um, that's probably about – they have about 25 games left, 28 games in that range. Um, so, yeah, I, I, my hope is that he comes back and does that and, and the Knicks will – they'll win 36 or 32 games and they'll be picking 7 through 10 next year. Um, and that'll be that. I mean, I, I hope we get – 28 29 and but like same time you want to see like the young guys experience some success you don't want to see Knox come through like 17 wins in his first year um um and it's not like the team's completely void of talent like we're better than you know a few teams on paper um so I don't know I think they'll, they'll they'll hit some they'll hit some win they'll get some wins you don't expect and um and that'll be that and they'll they'll low 30s wins and that's a good over bet. Jones is the over. That's a good yeah, over bet. The um, the the closest uh, division is OKC's. That's only top to bottom separated by nine games. You got OKC with the most at fifty and a half, and the Blazers at the lowest with forty one and a half. I was kind of surprised about that. You got the Timberwolves above them with forty four and a half, then the Nuggets with forty seven and a half, and the, the Jazz in second with forty eight and a half. Yeah, no. the Blazers are really interesting because um, they're gonna regress. And I don't think it's so much to do with them, but I just think the West is getting better, got a lot better, obviously, LeBron going, and there's a lot better teams than, you know, than I think what they finished third in the, the, the West. No one expects that from them again. So they're going to, yeah, they, they over, you know, they had as pretty much as good a season as you could in the regular season. If you told them me they'd be the three seed going into the year, I'd say you're crazy. So. I mean, that you got to think teams like the Jazz, the Thunder, the Lakers, they're going to be better than – so, you know, you, it, it puts them down the line more and more. You're like, well, can I put them at fifth, sixth? And then you get to teams like, you know, the Nuggets. And then the Timberwolves who missed uh, – you know, they missed uh, Butler for a while. And, you know, you got to presume that he'll be on the team as of now. So, you know, they're not as good as the Timberwolves. And then – so then it puts them down to the seven, eight, and then the Nuggets. You know, Jazz. who knows if – yeah, the Jazz. I said the Jazz. So like oh. eight, nine, even you could see them being the team out. So, but even with that being said, forty-one wins. You know, you can be over five hundred, and you know, still obviously miss the playoffs unless I definitely take the over though. Still, with that being said, of forty-one, I, I think I think they get yeah. 40, forty-four. I piggybacking off that. I actually there's an under I actually like that probably not a lot of people do is the Timberwolves at forty-four and a half. I think the Timberwolves. I got, was thinking that. I think they got they got big problems internally, and and uh, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna affect them a lot. Um, I think it's gonna be a constant struggle all year. They're gonna hover around five hundred. It's you know <clears throat> I just don't like the mix and the stuff that we're hearing out of their their camp. No. Um, and what are, they had 47, 48 wins last year, so. Yeah, it, it, you're asking me if it's possible they could get two and a half games worse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you know, you know, an over that I absolutely love 
Like, I love this so much. It, it worries me because I think this team is a huge sleeper. I might get an 18 in the, in the East. I love the Chicago Bulls over 27 and a half with that young talent they have. Love it. I think yeah, Wendell Carter was one. such a such a he's an Al Horford type player. He's just going to help on every phase when it comes to rebounding, you know, their their, you know, range. They don't have, you know, they don't need to have Lopez out there and, you know, give them some, you know, you know, expand the the paint for guys like Levine to penetrate. Levine had an awful year shooting 36%, like horrendous. He'll be better. Um, you know, you got you got Jabari Parker. So, I mean, he's got star potential. Dave's a Jabari fan. I mean, I'm not a I biggest am. fan. But I, mean, he, but, I mean, he's got potential to be a 20 and 7 or 8 player. Then you got uh, you got Dunn, who's going to another year done, another year of Laurie Market. And this team has a lot of young talent. In a few years, this team will be one of the best teams in the East, if no, you ask me. I really two or three years. I think they're good. I, I also think that the Levine signing was a mistake. They gave I him, do think it was a mistake. Yeah, that was I don't, dumb. I don't think. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think it'll hurt them in regard of uh, right now saying that, you know. That's what I'm thinking. I think, I think they signed it kind of like, oh, in two or three years it won't be that bad, and he'll be an asset as yeah. opposed to letting him walk and we have nothing. Yeah, and I, I see like, I see like 37, 38, maybe even more wins for the Bulls. Like I, I like I'm saying a little conservative almost even in that. I think they may be nine, eight, nine seed. Yeah. If Jabari's healthy and playing, Lori, Wendell Carter. I mean, Levine is just, you know, as long as he's more efficient offensively, he'll be not good on defense, obviously. And then, you know, more done. I mean, that's a dangerous team for the future. Good yeah, young team on the rise. Even uh, even someone like Indiana, they're at 47 and a half. Like, that's like they got better. They had a great offseason with uh, yeah, I, Doug I like McDermott, the, yeah, Tyreek Evans. Got to like, think Oladipo's getting better. Yeah, Oladipo's like, definitely getting better. He's in the training room three hours, hours after. after what, two yeah. hours after? Yeah. Yeah. And, so like, and they got uh, yeah. better just from LeBron leaving, even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's and even that's their they division. They play him four them times last a year in the regular season. They still, still not having to play LeBron, knowing not having to play LeBron. It's less stress. It's easier. It's, it means you know the East is weaker as a whole. There, other teams got to step up. Other teams got to win more games. The Cavs did win a lot of games. I yeah, mean, I mean, it's other it's, teams got to take. And Indiana could be a good fit. Teams like Indiana, teams like Washington, teams like possibly Milwaukee. It's perfect. I like Washington with the over there. Over 44 and a half, I think, adding Dwight I like Howard. I think that well. makes them a couple games better. I like that least. as well. I can't believe I believe Dwight Howard makes them better. But I I, know, I was thinking the same thing. I really like it's, it's so just, hard to believe so when weird. you say that. It's so weird because uh, just it Dwight Howard. Like it's it's going to work. It just seems like those guys love to take shots. John Wall, they just love to chuck him up and just let their guards do the work. And he's just going to get so many extra possessions for them. As long as he just does his role and Nothing else. Like he's not shooting mid-range shot. Just dunk the ball. Give effort on defense. Block shots. Alley oops. Give yeah, us fifteen yeah. and ten. I I hope John Wall humbles him to a a, a, a point. Um, because he's at best the fourth best player on that team right now behind. Yeah. What are you saying behind the Beal, two? Then Otto Porter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. So I know I, I agree, I but I I don't think he's a bad fourth, fifth best player on a team though that has the talent that they have above him. Yeah, exactly. No, and yeah, I think yeah. this is the best situation he's been in since he left Orlando. Yeah, I sure. think everywhere else he was other was than not the Lakers, other than the Lakers thing on paper. Yeah, yeah on paper, be, he got he there. Really, he really, he really, he really pussied out in that whole situation. He got yeah, he got scared yeah, by yeah. Kobe. Like he literally yeah, just yeah. was frightened of Kobe. <laughs> I, mean, I get it, but like 
that you don't act like I didn't notice that you were scared of L.A. Like we all saw that. Yeah, um, no, no. That's, that's when when we realized he was no he was not a superstar. He was like a uh, borderline star to role player. Yeah, like yeah, I agree. Um, also, uh, uh, under I like is Charlotte thirty five and a half. I do not like that, and pretty much anything about that team besides their new draft yeah. pick and Kemba Walker. Um, <laughs> talk about a team that's just made terrible decision after terrible decision. And Mitch Mitch Kupchak, you know, is, has a is in love with Timothy Mozgov apparently, because um, he traded for that contract back real quick. So I, I I don't know I just don't I don't see it with Charlotte. Um, I think yeah Kemba's, I don't see it either. They could they could be like twenty three twenty two wins bad. Yeah exactly. I think yeah, Kemba Kemba's on his way out. He'll probably he'll, he'll be pro- traded. Yeah he, he'll be traded or and if he doesn't he's gonna he's gonna walk. Um, it's almost like the Manny Machado. It's like he every year it's like he, he needs to be traded. He needs and he just doesn't get traded. It's like Kemba like what are you doing yeah, there? It's like if I had like. I, like if I had a hundred dollars for every time I heard a Kemba to the Knicks rumor, I could literally live off that. Yeah, or the Cavs or whatever. It's just like there's so many crazy. They're bad. But another over, an over I like actually, um, is the Detroit Pistons at thirty-seven and a half because they do have talent on the team. I'm not a huge fan. Like the they have an older type of I guess traditional team with the two bigs with uh, what's his name, uh, Blake Griffin and then Andre Drummond. You know, it doesn't really fit the NBA today, but I think Dwayne Casey gets them over 37 and a half. I think he makes them better and they could be an eight, an eight, an 18. I'm not saying they went 45, 46. I'm saying he gets them 39, 40, 41, 42 in that range. Yeah. They they do have talent. That's that's reasonable. I, a long term, I just think, I just hate that team and roster. I think they don't, they don't realize they have to rebuild. It's weird. They try to rechange. Van Gundy tried to trade and do crazy stuff with that roster almost every year. He turned it over every year or so. It was like, he pretty much did all he could get new talent. The Tobias Harris's, you know, Blake Griffin. It was just like Avery Bradley. It's just like nothing really stuck. Yeah. That's, that's how it always felt in, in Detroit. Yeah. And like their their superstar isn't really a superstar in Drummond. Like he's just like he's just not dynamic enough to be you know yeah a superstar. You, you really like he, he's he's better than Dwight Howard with his back to the basket, but like not by not by much. Like he, he's not and and surely not defensively. Yeah, no, definitely. He, he's not. just a double double machine. He's a player that exactly. doesn't fit the nba today sadly because i do love his game and i do love how i think it is underappreciated in value he's like a, he's like if jaleel okafor worked out yeah like he's like he's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> he had the most double doubles <laughs> actually I think, what was he like 17 and 15 he's i mean the guy is a rebounding machine and that yeah. that translates to that part translates to any error but it's the fact that he's slow you know slow twitch muscle fibers there's no fast twitch muscle fibers going on there he's he's big and slow yeah, he's yeah. big and slow. You know what you're getting with him. He's not getting you with quick spins, duck unders under the basket. Um, he's gonna rebound though for you, and he's gonna get putbacks and alley oop. So, I agree. My, 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 the last one I, I want to say is the Spurs forty three and a half. Yo, give me that over all over? day. Give me that over all I day. See why you take the over there? Yeah, I see why. You I take mean, the over. you're they literally <laughs> signed too, Demar Derozan. They have the exact same team plus right. Lonnie Walker and Demar Derozan. Like, I, I just but they lost. They, but minus Danny Green though, that that I, I that that's one that's thing. That's the I only thing. On. True. Yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm hoping. No. No. I I know. I know. I get. I get your point. But I'm just saying, Lonnie Walker will help them, but he will not. He's more of 
the the net loss between Lonnie Walker and Danny Grange, it, it's a loss. But obviously, I know the other thing he makes up for in regards to no Kawhi or Demar. Obviously, you take Demar. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I yeah. just uh, they were. I just think there's more teams that are going to be the the West is going to be less cluttered this year. There's going to be separation of teams, and I, I think they won't have to battle. They got 48 wins last year with that squad, and I think there'll be more teams that they can beat up on this year um, than there were last year. And I, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be a two, three, four seed, but to you tell me they can't win 49 games or 50 games and crunch into the eighth, six, six, seventh spot. Yeah. I guess the number is just so low because the amount of turnover they actually have as an organization in regards to Tony Parker. I don't know if Ginobili knows if he's coming back yet, losing some leadership. And then, you know, Kawhi is gone, not that he was really there, but still losing him is still a loss and a blow to the franchise, I guess, morale-wise. I mean, I guess just the turnover, a lot of losing a lot of leaders. I mean, they still got Aldridge, which he's a very, he had a great bounce-back year. Yeah, I, I just I hate lines like that because I don't know if it's it's – Vegas trying to trap you or if it's Vegas trying to take advantage of people who are just like oh they lost Kawhi of course they're gonna be worse like you yeah. know like I can't tell if it's like a trap for like people who know what they're talking about or a trap for people who don't know what they're talking about I gotta think there's <laughs> something else too like because that means they could lose, win 40 39 like oh it's just yeah, like it's like well, uh, 43 you're really they're going to, they're gonna be 500 with two stars like come on and like outside their outside the Rockets, their division isn't that challenging. You have the, the Mavs who will be bad, and the OKC who's like pretty equal to them, I would say, in talent level. I think the Mavs will be better. I don't think they'll be that bad. No, but I look, they'll be low mid thirties wins, similar to the Knicks, I would say. Uh, um, I think they'll be better than the Knicks, but yeah, I think I think I could see them getting thirty five ish. They just got they got a lot of talent now with with uh, Doncic. Yeah, I mean, oh, he's my... Uh, I would have taken him number one. I love yeah, him. So. Hey, guys. Hey, 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 hey fellas. Are, are you ready for some Today in Sports History? Let's do it. Let's go. Well, first, I got a bunch for you. I'm, I'm so excited. So, I, I'm go 2016, this player became the first player in MLB, or in 41 years, to get seven hits in a single game. Who was it? Uh, f- uh, fuck. Um, is he a known player? Yeah, played in the National League for a team in California. You said played, duh. So he's not playing anymore. Um, you know, I'd have to check on that. Really? So that means he's not doing well right now. If he is, because we would know. Just getting all these, all this. Oh no! Yeah, no. He he still plays. He still plays. Yes. On a team in California, there's five fucking teams in California. Wait, you played for a team in California? National League team in California. Oh, okay. Well, it's still, what, three, two? So what what does that leave us with? The Dodgers? Dodgers and uh, the Padres. Giants? And the, the, yeah, the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres. Is it? No, it's not that. Um, Tony Gwynn. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Is it? No, he wasn't on the team then, I don't think. It's not Chase Otley. No. No, that was a bad guess. I knew that wasn't it. Carl um, Crawford. Almost. Wow. Uh, you got one of those names. Manny right? Ramirez. Oh, okay. Uh, Jordan Crawford. Nope. Brandon That's, Crawford. Yes, Brandon Crawford. For the Giants, became 
The first major league player in 41 years seven hits in a game with an RBI single in the 14th inning to propel them to an 8-7 victory over the Marlins. And Brandon Crawford, he's he's a a pretty solid shortstop. Yo, that ball uh, got the Pirates of the Caribbean look going for him. That ballpark they got out in San Francisco, that shit is amazing. It's so nice. Oh yeah. Even as a Yankee fan, like it's it's better than Yankee Stadium. It's just better. (laughs) It's It's the best stadium I've ever been to. It's cool. We're gonna move to something other than baseball. We're gonna go back in time to nineteen eighty four. This man set an Olympic world record in the two hundred meters, clocking nineteen point eight. Jesse Owens? Or is that earlier? That's earlier, right? Uh, That's way earlier. Jesse Owens beat up on Hitler, man. That's like yeah, 80 years ago. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What's your guess then, Jones? I don't know. Um, just... Might have been – is Michael Johnson too late? No. Yeah, Michael Johnson's too late. 84, you said, or 94? Yep. 84? Very, very, very oh. popular. Oh, oh uh, uh, fucking Bruce Jenner. Nope. No, Damn he was it. a decathlon guy. Uh, uh, yeah, he was a decathlon. Oh, I don't got this one. It's one of the got... one of the guys they made the thirty for thirty on that no they because they missed the team. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Carl oh, Lewis. Oh, fuck. oh, jeez. <laughs> that was I was like I didn't think you guys would get that one, but I was like maybe. <laughs> I mean, no, we should have got that. One. That's, we should have got that. That's, that's but, a bad one. That's a bad look. But also in our defense, our last video of Carl Lewis is him throwing a baseball six and a half inches. So. It's hard for me to imagine anyone doing that to do something else athletic. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. All right. In 2006, this man was named commissioner of one of the four major sport leagues. Roger Goodell. Yes. Nice, Jones. Jones coming in. It's on. crazy. 12 years already with this dude. Yeah, right? 12 very fucking... How many with silver? It's probably been at least like six or eight, now that I think about it. I'd say like six or seven, I would say. Yeah, because David Stern was there for a couple of LeBron's championships. He was there for the championships with the Heat, right? I think that was around the time. I think think the second one might have been silver. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that makes sense, because that was like 2012, and it's 20... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, 2011 may have been his last year. Yeah. All right, I got – this is the last one. I thought I had more, but this is the last one. Actually, I think you guys can get this other one too. So I'll save the good one for last, and this is kind of a toss-up. All right. So in 1992, this player for the Oakland Athletics had his consecutive save record snapped at 40. Who was it? Uh, consecutive save. Who was good? In what year? He played for his fingers, right? Oh, uh, uh, 1992. He Eckersley. He played for other teams, too. Eckersley. Yes, Eckersley. Eckersley, yeah. Nice. Good, Dave. Nice. All right, and this is the last one. I think you guys will get this one pretty quickly. So, in 1997, this pitcher struck out 19, matching the major league record for left-handers he tied earlier that season. Randy Johnson. Yep. Nice. Oh, Jones just came to play today. Jones he just to he, I needed them Ws. Playing for make sure make sure he puts those in the record books. I don't want my records to be tainted. I still got one today. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I always get one. I always get one. You go back to like the fourth episode. I always get one. (sighs) Yeah, you do. You really do get them every time. 
So the streak is alive. I was going to give you guys some real or fake news, but I kind of dropped the ball on that one. So we'll save that for next week. Real or fake news will make its return. We had a lot this week anyway. Yeah. It's, a it's been a good episode. episode. We missed Anthony. The host should be back next week. We'll have the full crew for the first time in about a month. Very the exciting people want stuff. Answers. The, people, the people want answers, Anthony. And you're going to be giving them to him. We are going to. I he's want the truth. He comes back. We want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is how this is how graphic it's going to be when he comes back. Social. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was getting to that, Dave. Don't worry, I didn't drop the ball. <laughs> I had no, I had no fucking clue what you're. As oh, I know, Dave. You guys can't see that we're on Skype, and Dave was just showing me his phone, pointing to Twitter. Like, I'm supposed <laughs> to know fuck that. I, my mind was understood. I, I thought I thought it was a Twitter update about. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That, but anyways, as always, follow us on our social. Dave, hit him with the tags. Uh, Instagram at Bleacher Fan, Twitter. At Bleacher underscore fan and Facebook at Bleacher Fan Sports. If you search Bleacher Fan Sports on anything, you'll be able to find us. So, you know, use use your Twitter fingers the right way and hit that follow button. Yeah, we're gonna have Trash Can Lewis or whatever his name is. What was the guy's name on the flounder? What was his name? Frosty. Frosty. Oh, wait. Thank you. Frosty Bucket. We're gonna right? have we're gonna have Frosty Bucket fro- on frosty, the podcast. Fro- frosty Pucket or Huck? Uh, I think we butchered it. It's not Frosty Pucket, is it? No, it's uh. Bucket. Frosty. Frosty fro- fingers. Snowman. Frosty fingers. Uh. Frosty Rucker. Frosty Rucker. Frosty Rucker. Oh, yeah. Frosty Rucker. Bucket Rucker. Oh, there's no shot. He's coming on now. Yeah, no, we're we're done. <laughs> oh, damn it! Uh, I'm sorry, Frosty. Oh wait, but yeah, his 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 second to most recent picture is uh, him at a at a podcast interview. So maybe he's maybe he's a fan of the medium. He needs to get on. Great, I think he reach out, insight, him on, get some answers into Khalil Mack. See what's uh, yeah. going on with Rudin out there. I oh, never mind. So he's, he's, he's got his own podcast. Shout out to Get Some Podcast. He's got oh, his own podcast? With yeah. Frosty, with, yeah, with Frosty uh, Yo, Matthews. Frosty. Yeah, Frosty giving you a little uh, free, free exposure there. But uh, we'll do a little trade. Frosty, you come on our show, we'll come on your show. I think it seems fair enough. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll get your last name right, Frosty Bucket, next time you come on. <laughs> yeah. So... That's a wrap on this and week. We, lost we will, yeah, and we will <laughs> next week with the full cast back. Hopefully, we look forward to it. Stay easy, live easy. I don't know how to end this thing because I easy. never host. Be easy. We'll see you later. <laughs>